yeah, just my heart goes out to his family, dude. So I'll raise a toast to Jay Briscoe and Don West. And tough time to be a wrestling fan right now, dude. This is it's just really, really sad. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that his younger brother? It's going to be Jeff. The cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. Made sold separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 365 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. <gasps> my name is Jeff and sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother. Not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, what's going on, dude? Another hard week to be a wrestling fan, Jeff. That one was, uh, that one's rough, dude. Still. Yeah, it, it's still rough. Uh, we're recording Thursday and of course we're talking about Jay Briscoe. He passed away two days ago and it's still one of those that doesn't seem real. Like such a talented guy. I, I called him cause we recorded drunk wrestling history last night. So we did a tribute to Jay Briscoe on that one as well. But I, I don't even think that it's arguable to call him the best performer in ring of honor history. I can agree with that. I, I really don't think that it's arguable. You look at his history with the company, how long he's been there, two-time world champion, 13-time tag team champion, and current tag team champion of Ring of Honor. And I don't know how you could even argue with it. I think he's the best Ring of Honor performer of all time. And I said this on Drunk Wrestling History as well. He had more to do in the ring, but more importantly, he had more to do as a father. And I think as a father, that's the hardest part for me to process because he was only 38 years old. You know, he still had so much time with his kids and in the ring. And that is just, it, it eats away at me, dude. And I'm, I'm heartbroken for his family. As a fan, I'm heartbroken because we don't get to see any more Jay Briscoe matches. It just sucks. It's tragic. And I, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. And I, I just, I hope for the best for his family. You know, his daughters are, are still recovering from their injuries and just a heartbreaking story, dude. Not to mention a few weeks back, we lost Don West, one of the, the voices of early TNA slash Impact. And it's just, again, it's a bad time to be a wrestling fan this month, man. That's too, I don't know if you call Don West a legend, but he certainly had a heavy hand in the formation of TNA and their their presentation early on. So it's it's just a rough time to be a wrestling fan. The loss of Don West, the loss of Jay Briscoe. So raise a toast to those guys and man just that that jay briscoe one is gonna sit with all of us for a while dude just given his age and he's now he doesn't get to do all of the things you look forward to as a dad that you get to do with your daughters later on like walk him down the aisle watch him graduate all of that just sucks dude and i just i feel horrible for his family i'm thinking of mark briscoe as well over here oh um, for sure yeah Ring of Honor fans have watched the Briscoes grow up in front of us. You know, yes. the, you've seen the closeness of the two brothers just grow up in front of us watching Ring of Honor wrestling for so long. And you can tell the love that the brothers have for each other. And it kind of resonates over here. The love Scott and I have for each other's, you know, siblings like we do. And I understand people lose siblings every single day, but the Briscoes have grown up in front of each other or excuse me, in front of us for so long Yeah, that, that you watch the bond that those two have and it resonates over here because of the bond that you and I have. Yeah. And you know, heart just goes out to the family and to Mark as well. So yeah, it's a rough one to be a wrestling fan this week for sure, dude. Oh, absolutely. And you know, normally when we, when this sort of thing happens, we do a, who did it better, you know, best figure, um, I figures toy company wins by default, but man, this is a call to arms for all of the, the wrestling figure producers out there. There are so many now, right? Somebody has to step up and get the Briscoes. I think Jazzwares might be in the line for that one. I hope so. And sooner rather than later, they're long overdue for more figures. 
right? Figures Toy Company hasn't produced a Briscoe since I think like 2019. They did the original batch in 2016. They re-released, or not re-released, but they released new versions of the Briscoes. I want to say around 2018, 2019. We haven't had figures of them since. And in my mind, they're one of the greatest tag teams of all time. Not independent versus major promotion. I'm talking tag teams of all time. The Briscoes are up there. You know, if you put them in your top 10, I wouldn't argue that at all because they're probably in mine. Super decorated tag teams. It's just, it's heartbreaking, dude. But somebody needs to step up and give us more Briscoe figures. The funny thing is, is I posted the picture of you and I with Jay and Mark from New Orleans back in 2014. Oh, yeah. And it was Mike the Cleaner that actually caught that Kevin Steen photobombed it. <laughs> he did. <laughs> and I was like, Cleaner, I have had this picture. Actually, Scott has had this picture on his Facebook. I've had it in my camera roll for eight, nine years, dude. And never knew once that Kevin Owens, Kevin Steen, photobombed that picture. Hilarious. I didn't notice it either. And it was kind of cool that that got pointed out because it was it was a, a nice laugh to have with the bad evening that was Tuesday when that news about Jay Briscoe broke. So yeah, thank you, Cleaner, for catching that. It, it, I know it brought a smile and a chuckle to me. So I, I really appreciate that. It was much needed. One of the things that I think back to is last year in Dallas, I had the opportunity to go to Ring of Honor. And it, that night it was FTR versus the Briscoes. And I didn't go that night. And I'm re- kicking myself in the ass for not going because that was match of the night. Everybody was saying that was match of the weekend. And I wish I would have gone to that. Unfortunately, it would, have, it would have been the last time I ever saw him. But at the same time, I would have been able to see what those two teams did that night. Because everybody was raving about it the next day at WrestleCon. Like, did you go? Did you go? Did you see that? Everybody was just raving about it. And I didn't go. And I re- kicked myself in the ass for not going to that. And not to rub it in, but I was reading a Jay Briscoe article earlier. can't remember the, the spot I was reading it. Um, but they recommended his top five matches and that match against FTR was one of his top five matches. Oh, thanks for rubbing it in. Yeah, well, I, I did preface I, it with saying I'm not trying to rub it in, but. <laughs> oh, I thought you were rubbing it in, but it's a good thing you preface not rubbing it in. Right. right. It's like when you say, I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. Or when you say no offense, but. Yeah. No offense. Oh, well, since you said no offense, I can't take offense to it. But dude, how cool was it in uh, 2013 WrestleMania 29 weekend? getting to see Jay Briscoe versus Kevin Steen in the main event of Supercard of Honor and Jay Briscoe winning the heavyweight title. And especially where we saw it, the venue. Uh, uh, it's where ECW used to run. What's the name of that place? Hammered Steen. Oh, the Hammerstein Ballroom. That's right. That's right. Or or Hammered Steen. <laughs> but well, you're right, dude. We got That was an amazing show that night too. Yeah, it was. Top to bottom. Great card. And then Jay winning it. Kevin Owens actually put out a tweet saying that that was one of his highlights in wrestling because he was just laid there on the mat watching everybody celebrate Jay. Yes. Yeah. And that was the best part of it was, I mean, the match itself was fantastic, but it was the end of it where he got to celebrate that moment with Mark and his family and they played his old entrance music. It was such a great moment to be a part of. And man, it just, it, it makes you miss him more because you got to see those kinds of things from him in the ring. And uh, yeah, just my heart goes out to his family, dude. So I'll raise a toast to Jay Briscoe and Don West and tough time to be a wrestling fan right now, dude. This is it's just really, really sad. Yeah. Unfortunately, we had to start the show off on a somber notes, but we would be remiss if we didn't lead off with that because you and I are both huge Briscoes fans. Um, what I don't like seeing Jeff is suddenly eBay is littered with Briscoe's DVDs in the hundreds. And I'm not talking quantity. I'm talking dollars. Don't get me started on that. I hate that so much. These, these low life, just disgusting people, dude, coming out of the woodwork, trying to capitalize on a death makes me sick. I don't even want to talk about them right now. No, absolutely not enough light shining on them. Yeah, exactly. If anybody would like to get any of our shirts, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees or whatamaneuver.net. You can follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Opposable, Instagram, Fully Opposable, WF. 
P. You can go back and listen to any of our past podcasts on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Please rate and review on iTunes. Please, please, please. And you can send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all. Send it on over to FullyPosableWFP at gmail.com. Sky, have you picked up anything recently? I have not. <laughs> Actually, I've done like no toy spotting at all. Um, still got stuff waiting to come in from BBTS, but Jason Wolf posted a picture tonight and it looked like he was at Target, but he found the NECA ALF figure. So with that said, I'm hoping by the time we record next week, I will have that figure in hand because I'm on the hunt for it. Wait a second. I've been to Target twice this week and have not seen a NECA ALF. Yeah. And if you do, you need to let me know and vice versa. Well, now I'm on the hunt for NECA ALF. Yeah. Same. So hot and heavy for me. I'm going to be out on the streets, pounding the pavement. Okay, so quick question. Alf never had a movie, so you can't put him on the movie shelf. Alf. (sighs) Yeah, that's true. Alf was never a wrestler, so you can't put him on the wrestling shelf. This is true. Where does Alf go? (laughs) Next to the gobbledygooker. All right. (laughs) Yeah, maybe he'll just like, he'll just be on the TV stand chilling, eating a cat. Oh, oh, lucky. That was the name of the cat. Was it Lucky? It was Lucky. He, yeah, he it must loved... have been. He survived uh, all of those seasons with Alf and did not get eaten. So one of one of my favorite memories of watching TV with the parents and everything, you know, on the pilot episode, they were talking about what to do with this alien life form, right? Uh, when I say they, the family was talking about what to do with this alien life form. So they find Alf and he's in the bathroom and he flushes the toilet. And he's watching the water go down. And he looks over at the family and he goes, interesting concept. Oh, God, yeah. Dad died laughing. That I, struck him as so funny. Oh, my God, dude. Because when dad laughs, he goes into a different pitch. Yes, it's almost like a howl. Yeah, exactly. And dad was bigger back in the day, so his stomach was hitting his face, you know, because he was <laughs> laughing so hard. He was bigger. I, he's lost weight. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it, he would hit that belly laugh, and he would just hit this different pitch. Yeah. So so whenever we would be upstairs playing video games or something, and dad hit that pitch, you were like, okay, something must be hilarious. Yeah. And there yeah. were cer- certain shows, Night Court, Cheers, that one segment on Alf were those belly laugh moments. And I always remember that because dad hit that certain pitch. Yep. And all when dad hits that pitch, it gets you going. It gets everybody around you going laughing. Oh, yeah. And he, he laughs for days when he finds something funny like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But every once in a while. Yeah. It was like twice a year he would see something on a sitcom that would just get him going. It was hilarious. <laughs> um, I was going to talk about this in the news, but... Uh, WWE Target Legend figures were eleven forty nine this past week. Ugh, yeah, half off essentially. Yeah, so I stocked up. Oh, you did? I did. I ordered, I ordered a bunch of figures. Let's just put it that way. I ordered two Dingo Warriors, two Shawn Michaels, <laughs> uh, JBL because he was eleven dollars and fifty cents. I got an AJ Styles. The figure's good, but it's not as good as I was thinking it was to be. And I okay. got the and I got the Rey Mysterio. Oh wow! Okay, eleven dollars and fifty cents, dude. My total came to like eighty-six bucks, ninety-two dollars, or whatever it was. Yeah, you're gonna have a big box of figures showing up. Oh, it already showed up. Oh, it did. Okay, was it a big box of figures? It was a big box of figures. Nice. It wasn't your pile of loot from BBTS last week, but I see. So you did a vulgar display of Target ordering. Oh, big time, dude! Big time. Nice. Another thing I wanted to talk about this week. I was scrolling through pro wrestling tees, just seeing if there's anything, you know, maybe a t-shirt or a micro brawler, you know, I guess I got, I got happy and just wanted to see what was on there and maybe look some, pick up something. Right. Okay. So I come across the acclaim shirt. You know who the claim is. They're on AEW. They're the tag team champions right now. Yeah. The scissoring guys. Yeah. They have a shirt and the shirt is two fingers doing the scissoring act. Okay. And on it, it says scissor me daddy ass. Hmm. And I'm thinking in my head, only in wrestling can there be a shirt that says scissor me, daddy ass, and it be acceptable. Well, think about it. Back in the late 90s, we were wearing a shirt with DX on the front. The back had two words, suck it. Correct. So I wanted to go on and see 
what were some of the most random t-shirts back in the day that most of us were like, oh, we got to get that. For example, Carlito had a shirt where an apple was taken a bite of, and it says, do you spit or swallow? Oh, <laughs> wow. We will all remember the shirt that never came out with Sin Cara with the, you know what, down below, right? Oh, the Sin Cara dong shirt. Yes, exactly. Yes. We'll never forget the HLA shirt. Like, if right. you're walking through a mall or Disneyland and somebody goes, hey, what's the HLA stand for? Come on now. Hmm. Like, you have to now explain this. Right. There was another one, and I'm wondering how many people actually had this shirt. It was an APA protection shirt. On it, it says, and I quote, always pounding ass bar and grill. <laughs> 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 so these shirts all make sense in my head because as i said at the beginning of this only in wrestling can this shirt like pass as like oh that makes sense and there were more tame ones like the chick magnet yes right the chicks dig me the two words suck it val venus had one that says i am cocked wow i don't remember that one at all uh john morrison had one that said jomo sapiens and mm. on the back, it says, I, Jesus, this is stupid. We are going to eat your lunch. What? Okay. People wore that. People yeah. wore that shirt. People bought the shirt and wore it. The other one, Vince likes, and then it has a, a rooster on it. We all remember that one. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's not forget the vagina shirt. Oh, gosh. They made that. This one's kind of ridiculous. Do you remember when Nia Jax was around? And she had a shirt that guys wore. It was made for guys. It wasn't in the women's section, but it says, I'm not like most girls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> I, I was scrolling through these and I'm laughing hysterically, dude. Because like only in wrestling can this pass. Only in wrestling can yeah. something like this. I don't want to say acceptable, but like makes sense. Because it, it's wrestling, yeah. Because it's pro wrestling. So, it's held anyway. to a different standard, I guess. But anyways, I was scrolling through those shirts, dude. I was dying laughing because of all these. <laughs> so safe to say you're not going to buy the Scissor Me Daddy Ass shirt? No, I'm not going to buy a Scissor Me Daddy Ass shirt. <laughs> I like the acclaim, but I'm not going to buy that shirt. <laughs> Scissor Me Daddy Ass. <laughs> That's hilarious, but it's not. I'm 43. Come on now. <laughs> I'm 43 years old. You think I'm going to wear a shirt that says scissor me daddy ass? I'm too busy wearing fully posable shit. Well, okay. But in certain circles at your, at your age, you could be called daddy. Uh, <laughs> I could be. We should probably move on. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Did you ever buy any random wrestling shirts like that? Um, I mean, we all had the DX shirt. You know what? I might've actually had the chick magnet shirt. Uh, the Mrs. Chick Magnet? Yeah. Okay. The Miz shirt. I think I had that one or the Chicks Dig Me one or something like that. I think I owned that shirt. Well, compared to all these other shirts, that one's tame. Yeah. Yeah. And then I had the Outlaw shirt that said you didn't know or, um, oh, you didn't know your ass better call somebody. I had that one. But nothing that was like offensive. Okay. I don't think. I mean, outside of the, the Chick Magnet one, I don't think it was anything that was like super offensive. I'm just looking back at all these shirts and like. The HLA one, as I said, dude, you're walking around somewhere and somebody goes, oh, what does HLA stand for? Uh All right. All right. Where do we go from here? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, look, WWE slash WWF has had some winter shirts, dude, like that Scarface Eddie Guerrero shirt. Maybe one of their best of all time outside of like Austin 316 or the DX shirt. Yeah. But then you've got like the Jomo Sapien shirt. (laughs) Is this the same design team? (laughs) What happened? Oh, that Sin Cara shirt. If, I wish it would have came out because I don't think it ever made it. No, they canceled that. I thought that, they, yeah, because I thought they stopped that once Twitter got a hold of it. Yeah, I, I don't think it ever saw the light of day, dude. <laughs> once the preview came out, people were like, oh, yes, please release this. <laughs> I'm buying this right now. <laughs> yeah, take my money. <laughs> I'm curious what other wrestling shirts, like, I know that there's the independent ones, the pro wrestling tees ones and stuff like that of the independent wrestlers and stuff that, you know, probably are touch and go. But like WWE releasing the HLA shirt or uh, Billy Gunn's 24 karat ass shirts. Like, come on now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jesus. Come on yeah. now. I love wrestling. Yeah. Which, like I said, we're just held to a different standard. This stuff is fine. <laughs> it's acceptable among our group. Yes, it is. It's smiled upon. 
Uh, so I take it you did not pick up any of those figures that were $11.50. Well, no, because I had already pre-ordered Warrior. Yeah, but you could have picked up another one for $11.50. Well, I don't need two. Yeah, you do. On this episode of Hoarders. <laughs> That's what I did. <laughs> no, I'm good with the one, dude. As soon as I get the Detolf, uh, the racks in... Because I'm waiting on my third detolf. As soon as I get that bad boy set up, that's when I start cracking open wrestling figures. And the Dingo Warriors definitely getting opened up. All right. Now that we've gotten through our funny wrestling (laughs) t-shirts. Yeah. (laughs) We don't have much news this week because not much news has dropped outside of the figures being $11.50 because that was huge. So I did pull a couple questions from the Wrestling Figs message boards. Let's go to Classic Retros 23. He said... Steve, why no FX scan on Razor and 123Kid in the Raw 3-pack? Steve said the tooling budget for this item predominantly went to the Raw letters. Those steel tools were quite large and expensive, so Kid and Razor utilized existing head sculpts. Okay, there you go. So like he always said, they get a budget for a certain set, certain amount of figures, whatever it is, and that went to the Raw letters. Yeah, because I think that sets, what, 65 bucks retail? Something like that, yeah. Yep. Oh, Jeff, I guess we do have another bit of news. It's Ooh, not what? figure related, but it is related to your favorite wrestler of all time. Uh, Bret Hart. Yeah. Hitman's Bar. Opening in February in Calgary. Oh, I need a passport now. And a drinking problem. Or, or, or a vow to at least go get a drink in Bret Hart's bar. I wonder what the bar's going to look like. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering, too. Like, are they going to have, like, old wrestling gear... Um, match cards, programs, you know, what kind of memorabilia. I would imagine it would be like walking into a hard rock cafe where they have like drums and guitars and microphones and uh, like outfits all over the place. Like I can see this place being something like, almost like a Nitro Grill or WWF New York, something like that, like super wrestling themed. You know, when I hit the record button tonight, I did not think Nitro Grill or WWF New York was going to pop up. Well, you never know what you're going to get when you talk to me. That's true. That's true. At least it's not Teddy Hart opening a bar. (laughs) Did you watch that on Peacock? I did. Is it as crazy as people say it is? He's a horrible person. And we'll leave it at that. All right. But Bret Hart's bar, opening in February in Calgary, Hitman's bar. I I mean, I'm not going to make it out there to see what it is. But if any of our listeners are in that area and you go, I would love to see pictures. All right, let's get back to the questions. Next question comes in from Matt KO82. Hey, Steve, couple of questions. Hope you had an amazing holiday. Wait, is that one of the questions? (laughs) (laughs) You used your couple of questions on that? (laughs) Hey, Steve, great question here. (laughs) I'm just joking. I hope you had an amazing holiday. Matt says, any word on Bret Hart Ultimate Edition Target exclusive pre-order or release date? Good question. That's question one. And any word on the release dates on the Mattel Creations exclusive Ultimate Cody and Logan Paul? Steve said, check your account and email confirmation for the estimated delivery windows for the Mattel Creation items. And he said, I expect the Ultimate Legends Brett to hit during the Aprilish Planogram reset at Target. Ooh, okay. April it is. That's the one you're getting, right? Yes, it is. And let's see if it's discounted 50% when it hits the app. Hopefully. Once it's in stock. All right. Next one comes in from Bigger, Better, Batter. Uh, oh, oh, he spells it B-A-D-D-E-R. I was yeah, thinking it's of... not batter, like pancake batter. And See, now I'm, I'm wanting Great. batter now again. I, I want more batter. Yes. Anyways. Triple B says, Steve, excited for the orange card retros this week. By the way, hopefully everybody got their retros. When will we find out who's in the next set with Jerry Lawler? Steve said, we will reveal the rest of the wave wrestlemania week Ooh, okay which means we will be there scott that's right any we guesses gotta... who's gonna be in the assortment with lawler uh andy kaufman Ooh, wow that's bold okay shit i should have put that on my predictions you should have a God kaufman damn. retro i don't think anybody has that on their uh their 2023 scorecard it will not be jeff jarrett right i'm joking about andy kaufman although i kind of hope it's true you know that would be amazing. Because it would fit with Lawler. It would be great. Totally. Okay. Uh, oof. Steiners. Ooh. Okay. That w- Yeah, that would work. Because now the Steiners are under a Legends deal. Yep. 
Um, and the last one to go in there, I'm going to say, let's go. I don't want to say Million Dollar Man. I do want to say Million Dollar Man, but I don't think it's Million Dollar Man. Uh, would they go Hogan? Well, because he's doing the NWO set. Oh, good call. They, I mean, they could switch it up and go with the red and yellow. They could. But that would be too soon, maybe. I'm thinking Macho Man. Okay. I don't know what version of Macho Man, but I'm thinking Macho Man. All right. What color? Orange tights? Trunks? Uh, see, I don't know yet. Do you mold a, uh, a robe to him? Have it like WrestleMania 3 or WrestleMania 5 Macho Man? Nah, you got to have a cloth robe. See, that that's what I hope they do. Give him that really, really cool accessory. Let's go WrestleMania 5 Macho Man. Okay, got it. So Lawler, Steiners, and Macho. Yes. Next question comes in from Vamp55. He said, Hey, Steve, can you confirm how often the best of line for Ultimates will be released? I purchased both Hitman and Triple H for retail and every other Ultimate, so no real biggie for me. But if the line is going to rehash figures over and over, when there are countless options for repaints, I'll reconsider my collecting choices going forward. So many options out there beyond Mattel. That's got a little spicy. That's my buddy. Get out of here, dude. Go. <laughs> See, he too has million dollar ideas. I like Vamp 55. <laughs> By the way, Keyboard Warrior, what is your real name? I will never tell. All right. Whatever. It's, you don't have to. Just call me KBW. That's all. I don't want to talk to you anymore. I want to talk to your brother. <laughs> oh, no. He doesn't want to talk to me. Where's your kiss figures? <laughs> Where's your keyboard? right here where's your kiss figures <laughs> talk to your buddy jeff ask he's him not, what happened he's not my buddy i don't like him he's the casey anthony of handling toys oh no what oh oh you are wow too soon dude <laughs> <laughs> too soon dude you got keyboard warrior even saying too soon dude <laughs> i offended kbw Wow, man. <laughs> what do you do? A roast for drug crossing history? <laughs> oh my God, dude. Holy crap, man. Wow. Ouch. You by deserved way, it. Just saying. By the way, KBW, have you been told that you sound like the monarch butterfly from the Venture Brothers? That's my uncle. <laughs> what? A cartoon character is your uncle? That's my uncle. <laughs> he, everybody says we all sound alike. Oh, who's we? Well, we sound like Skeletor, too. That's my great-grandfather. <laughs> okay. I wonder where Cobra Commander is on the family tree. We don't talk about him. <laughs> I see. I see. Don't bring him up ever again. <laughs> is Starscream the family jet? Maybe. <laughs> this guy's way too much, man. <laughs> he is way too much. We find stuff out about him all yeah. the time. It's getting to know KBW. It's our weekly segment. Deep thoughts with KBW. Anyways, back to Vamp's, uh, like you said, spicy question. I get re-releasing figures like HBK and Brock that had lower production runs, but re-releasing regular figures inside of five years of their release date takes a bunch of the fun out of it for me. Cheers, and thank you for your time. And that with cheers. Well, he said it cheers. You know, Steve Ozer and Vamp will have a beer at Bret Hart's Calgary Bar. You know, he said cheers. Okay, yeah, that's like a, a little bit of sugar helps the medicine go down. Like, he writes off this really spicy email and he's like, cheers. Steve said, it's not actually a line. They are just re-releases to satisfy retailer and consumer demands, just like Brock and Sean. There you go. And you know what? At the end of the day, it made a ton of fans happy that happened to miss out on those. So I have absolutely zero issue with it. If everybody, I think we talked about this last week, Jeff. I want everybody to get their favorite figures. And if it takes Mattel re-releasing them, so be it. Who cares? Get your favorite figures. This is a great opportunity. And you know what? If retailers are demanding it, who does Mattel answer to? Who buys their product directly from them? It's the retailers. But it's going to devalue. Johnny, <laughs> Johnny, what's going on, man? What's up? Oh, God. These two. It devalues my figures. Johnny's right. <laughs> Good Lord. Anyways, these two, I can't even handle them. I don't even want to. <laughs> I can't do that. I don't want to talk to them anymore. I know. Every week, they just they just come on here and drag the show down. Well, I can say is you tell them, Steve. We got your back, Ozer. Yeah. Ozer. 
<laughs> I'm going to write my letter to Steve. What's it going to say? Dear <laughs> Steve Alza. Okay, what's it going to say past that? I'm working on that. Oh, Jesus Christ. He just takes up so much time. He's horrible. Another million dollar idea. <laughs> Don't you take my line. <laughs> you just sit over there in your Yankees jersey in the back and all your gobbledygooker figures from Jason's <laughs> Wolf. Okay, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, don't be jealous. All right. Now that that guy's out of here, we have... (laughs) I hate that guy so much. So do I. (laughs) We have the nostalgia segment up next. Are you ready, Scott? Let's do it. we get into elite number 72 want everybody to head on over to wrestlingfiguredatabase.com over there they have almost every wrestling figure ever produced over at wrestlingfiguredatabase.com but for this week what we want you guys to do is head on over to the wwe main elite line section look for 51 to 100 scroll down just a smidgen look for series click on that Look for 72 and follow along as Scott reads off this list. So again, that's all over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. Scott, Elite number 72, are you ready? I am, but uh, Jeff, let's talk about Wrestling Figure Database really quick. First off, Dylan, thank you very much for the Slayer figures. That was amazing. I, I can't thank you enough for those. They're going to be proudly displayed in the man cave here slash office. Uh, can't wait to get them. Jeff's got them, holding them for me. Thank you so much, dude. Greatly appreciated. And uh, we really appreciate the work that you put into your site. Uh, when our fans or our listeners head over there, we want to make sure you guys are smashing that donate button. Kick some money back to Dylan. This is a very valuable resource for us as wrestling figure collectors. It's got everything you need. It's got years produced. It's got every line. Like, you name a figure, it's on there. I think Dylan said, what, 90, 93, 98%? That's 96, 97%. Something like that of all the figures produced. I mean, what a body of work, man. It's incredible. But, Jeff, my favorite part that I really want to discuss is when you head over to WrestlingFigureDatabase.com, proudly displayed right there when you go to the that page is the greatest wrestling figure of all time no it's not and i dylan lost a bet and dylan had to put that up there (laughs) who did he lose a bet with he lost a bet with keyboard warrior (laughs) keyboard warrior was all hey dylan you want to make a bet (laughs) and dylan lost the bet so and so dylan had to put the slim jim macho man on his homepage. he did he goes i'm gonna get jeff back so we got to make a bet (laughs) And so Dylan lost the bet with the keyboard warrior. I see. I see. So KBW was doing this to get back at you. Exactly. He was angry with you. Yeah, he doesn't like either one of us, actually. Well, if keyboard warrior had anything to do with this, I respect him just for that. But I respect the hell out of Dylan for putting that figure on his homepage. Well, Dylan had to. Dylan's a man of his word, and he honored his bet to the keyboard warrior and put that terrible, terrible figure of Macho Man Slim Jim up there terrible yeah you exaggerate a little bit but it was quite the treat when i headed over there today to pull the info for elite 72 and to see that figure on the homepage. it just made my day well dylan i'm on, i know you think it's a horrible figure i think it's a horrible figure you just lost the bet to the keyboard wire so i get it man you're a man of your word so i respect you man anyway jeff <laughs> mattel wwe elite series 72 allegedly batista he was in his red trunks red boots came with a beige hat almost like a what do you call that not a it's not a fedora i don't think uh, i think it's a fedora isn't it is it a fedora it's the one that old men used to wear when they would drive those old cars around in movies yeah i was gonna say like a taxi cab driver hat yeah okay batista's taxi cab driver hat yes uh in in the color beige with sunglasses, belly button tattoo. <laughs> uh, next up, Becky Lynch came with an I Am The Man soft goods jacket accessory. 
She was in her black gear with a The Man top. Buddy Murphy, he was your variant in this set. Regular version was red ripped look trunks, white and red boots, and the cruiserweight title. The variant was black ripped look trunks, white and black boots, and also cruiserweight title. Rey Mysterio, he was in green slash teal. I couldn't really tell. The kind of both. And black gear. Came with a Rey Mysterio Polly Pocket style shirt. Roderick Strong, he was in gray and white camo trunks, black boots, came with an Undisputed Era Polly Pocket style shirt, and an Undisputed Era chair. Velveteen Dream had a baby blue tights outfit with a matching open shirt. Shirt had no sleeves, and it had the, I, I don't even know how to describe the sunglasses he wore. They were Prince sunglasses, but they were three, right? It was like if you had a third eye in the middle of your forehead, it would protect that eye from the sun. <laughs> so I guess it, it's that look sunglasses or think Prince sunglasses, but it had that logo in white on his outfit, came with the North American title and said Prince style sunglasses as accessories. Last, certainly not least, the Walmart exclusive for this series, Gorilla Monsoon, came, <laughs> came in a maroon five color jacket. <laughs> not a maroon color jacket, Jeff. A maroon five-colored jacket. So I wanted to see if you were going to be like Ron Burgundy and read that. And you did. <laughs> so you did. You actually played into my hand, dude. <laughs> he came with glasses <laughs> and a black jacket with black arms to reattach to the body. So you could have two looks of Monsoon in this one. And Jeff, that rounds out WWE Mattel Elite Series 72. And back to you, Tits McGee. <laughs> the uh the Becky Lynch one is actually special because Christopher Dean got that one signed by Becky Lynch and sent it up to me. Yes. So that yes. one mean that one means a lot to me because of what Christopher Dean did for us. So Yeah, same. I was gonna mention that because he sent me one as well. So yeah, definitely a special meaning figure. It's hanging up on the wall. Sentimental aside, favorite figure in the series? Oh, there's no sentimental at all, dude. It's uh, even bringing that element into it. It's 100% Gorilla Monsoon. The likeness, the outfit, the other outfit that you can change him into, fantastic figure. It's one of my favorite Mattels, this Gorilla Monsoon. It also proudly hanging up on the wall. I needed help getting that one. And it was Tim at a chair shot on Twitter from the uh, Pulling Up a Chair podcast. He helped me get that one. He also got one for Eddie, Eddie Martin. Because Eddie loves Gorilla and Bobby. So Eddie, every every time we record at his house, he's got his Gorilla figure, which he's lost the glasses for, unfortunately, and his uh, Heenan and the Weasel suit. Those come out at every single recording. So hands down for me, it's that Gorilla figure. I agree with you. It's Gorilla for me as well. I do want to say, though, the Buddy Murphy figure was actually really good because the body style was Buddy Murphy. It was, yes. And that's what I loved about that figure. It was When you looked at the figure... The body style, the face, the hair, everything screamed Buddy Murphy. And I thought that was a really, really good figure. But Gorilla Monsoon takes the cake for me in this series. For sure. But I do want to commend Mattel on the Becky Lynch face scan. On this oh. one, I thought it was great. It's, it's a really, really good Becky figure. Well, I hope six years later they would get it better. They finally got it right. <laughs> Took a little bit. That's okay. All right. There's some eBay prices in this series that we're going to go over. Batista with the red trunks, the taxi cab driver beige hat, glasses, and the belly button tattoo. Last sold eBay listing was January 18th. Seller wanted $77.49, but accepted $68. $68 for that Batista? $68 for that Batista. And the reason I was able to see that was because of 130 point. Yeah, $68 for Batista, dude. Kind of surprised by that one. Yeah, very surprising. With all the Batista figures out there, that one got 68 bucks. Wow. Okay. Becky Lynch with the soft goods. I am the man jacket. Last sold eBay listing was January 14th for $21.95. Buddy Murphy, who was the variant in this with the regular red gear cruiserweight title. Variant the black gear cruiserweight title. The regular version sold last sold was January 18th. Seller wanted $24.95, but accepted $27.99. <laughs> wait does so, somebody not know how ebay works i i couldn't fathom this because so what happens is, is when you go onto ebay there's a line through 
if somebody accepted a lower offer or accepted another offer. Right. So I went on to 130 point where I usually pull all this info for from. And it said the seller accepted $27.99. So I'm not sure what happened. Uh, like hmm. I, I don't I don't know if the customer understood how eBay works or how how to negotiate. <laughs> yeah, I don't like this price. How about I add three dollars to it? Does that sweeten so, the pot? So on one three zero point it said he accepted twenty seven ninety nine, which I I don't know, man. I <laughs> I would have done the same thing. Oh, I know, right? A seller's like, oh, this dude wants to offer me more. Unless he meant to hit like twenty one ninety nine and he accidentally hit twenty seven ninety nine and the guy's like, Yes, yes, I accept twenty seven. <laughs> accept now, yes. He totally fat fingered it or something. Right. Uh, so variant Buddy Murphy last sold eBay listing was January second for twenty four dollars and fifty cents on two bids. Ray Mysterio, the green and black gear, Ray Mysterio Polly Pocket style shirt, last sold eBay had to be loose complete. It was not mint in box. Seller wanted nineteen dollars but accepted seventeen ninety nine. Oh, not twenty seven ninety nine. No. So the customer on this one saved a dollar and one cent. Winning. There was one signed in a green paint pen with a COA. Last sold on that one was October 28th for $69. Roderick Strong, Ultimate Edition Polly Pocket Style shirt, Ultimate Edition chair. Last sold eBay listing was January 18th for $60. Velveteen Dream, North American title, print style glasses. Last sold eBay listing was January 2nd for $12.50 on three bids. And last, Gorilla Monsoon, which was the Walmart exclusive with the Maroon 5 color jacket, glasses, <laughs> extra arms, extra jacket top. Last old eBay listing was January 16th. Seller wanted $120, but accepted $98. Yeah, that sounds about right. And um, also, I forgot to mention when we led this off, packaging changed on this series. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes, they went to the red and white coloring of the box. Yeah, that one ran for a while, uh, so they did change up kind of like the boxy white package and went more towards that, um, the red elite packaging. Yeah. Not the and, current day stuff, it was the one before this. And it had a action shot of the wrestler on the side. Yes. So that rounds out WWE Elite Series 72. Scott, are you ready to play if you can last a minute? Nope. All right, well, good, because you're going to have to. <laughs> well, you're going to. Because of my embarrassment last week, I have to get you back this week. Oh, I see. Okay. I must give you a clue. Yes. For your first figure. Yes, a raging clue. First figure was made after 2000. You son of a... That's your first clue. I think like 60% of the entire wrestling figure production has happened after 2000. after 2000. You were made after 2000. I was? Made after 2000. That's such a great clue, dude. I was made before 2000, and that's why I can't wear these horrible wrestling shirts that says Scissor Me Daddy Ass on it. <laughs> yeah, but you're old enough to be called Daddy. Hey, now. <laughs> All right. I will ask you to remove your earbuds. Oh, yeah. Hold on. I'm still processing your clue. I'm trying to narrow it down. After 2000. In the uh, year 2000. Great. This will be fun. All right, taking off my earbuds now, you jerk. <laughs> the figure is Christian TNA Toy Biz figure. All right. Are you ready? No. Well, tough, because you're going to have to play no matter what. I am going to start the stopwatch. Go. Jax. No. Super 7. No. Figures Toy Company. No. Mattel. No. Uh, Toy Biz. Yes. Okay, so we're talking TNA figures. Uh, that only went until like 2009. Uh, Eric Young. No. Bobby Roode. No. It's a male figure, correct? Yes. Part of a tag team? He was in the past. Elix Skipper. No. Raven. No. Kevin Nash. No. Uh, Jay Lethal. No. Michael Shane. No. Shoot. Devon Dudley. No. Oh, no. I'm bad at this. <laughs> Sabu. No. <laughs> Crap. Abyss. 
No. Uh, two. Christopher Daniels. One. You get one last. No, not Christopher Daniels. Um, Road Dog. No. Or whatever his name was in TNA. VK. No, that was the name of the group. That was the name of the group. Yeah. Was yeah, it v- v- Jesse James or? Yeah, something like that. Brian James, whatever it was. The figure we were looking for was one of the greatest TNA figures of all time, Christian. Crap. I, God damn it. I am shocked. Once you got TNA Toy Biz, I was like, oh, dude, he's like, got this one. I should have guessed it because that is the best TNA Toy Biz figure. Yes. All right. Uh, that one I'm putting on you, dude. You. Yeah, you I should have had that one. You're right. I should have had that one. And ask more general questions. Well, I mean, your clue was so good. I didn't really feel I had to. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right. You ready? <laughs> you ready for your second one? Yeah. Can I guess the clue? Yeah. You're going to be like, it's a wrestling figure. <laughs> no. This one I was going to say was made after 2000. <laughs> By the way, I'm serious. Man, I just scribbled out the other clue. Now I have to write it again. <laughs> Oh, the level of hatred for you rises every week on my part, dude. Oh, I know. It's so great. I will say this is a fun game, even playing it. It's a fun game. I actually had a lot of fun last week. I realized I asked the same question twice in one of my questions last week. Oh, did you? I said, I think I asked, were they tag team champions twice? Oh, okay. I I botched last week. Anyways, but I still did 50% because we had to throw out Disco Inferno because you gave me a wrong answer. Oh, I see. Okay. Yes. Yes. So on a technicality. All right. Made after 2000. Remove your... your... (laughs) Great. I'm having so much fun, you guys. The figure is Nikita Koloff Jack's Classic. All right. I am going to start the stopwatch. Go. Jack's. Yes. Okay. Is it a classic superstars? Yes. Uh, Is it within the first five series of classic superstars? No. It's later on. Is this person part of a tag team? He was. He was. Christian. (laughs) No. Um, Edge. (laughs) No. Is it the LJN style? No. Okay. Is it a male? Yes. Okay. And it's not from the first five series? Correct. Part of a tag team? Yes. And you said he was. So he went on to have a singles career. He's from the 80s? Yes. It's an 80s character. Okay. Tony Atlas? No. Rocky Johnson? No. Damn it. Um, God, I, I cannot think. Um, Five seconds. Superstar Billy Graham? No. Don Morocco? Time is up. No. So I get one more Hail Mary pass? You get one more Hail Mary. Classic superstars figure from the 80s, not in the first five. From the 80s. Part of a tag team at one point. Rick Martel. Good guess, but no. I was looking for Nikita Koloff, Jack's classic. Oh, I see. He was part of Series 19. I'm doing great. You're doing well, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm doing fantastic. I'm loving this so much. (laughs) Do you want to get me back next week? Oh, you can rest assured. Yes. All right. I look forward to it. I always look forward to playing this game. Yeah. You have a week, dude. Rest well. I probably won't because I'll be in Denver next week and those hotel beds are terrible. Oh, man. Really? One of the greatest feelings is getting home from a work trip and getting into your bed and you have, yes. the, warm, you have the warm, comfy sheets on. That's like one of the greatest feelings in the world. Oh, who's watching your cats? Uh, Mom's going to stop by to uh, check on the Kit Twins. Okay, I call, good. I call them the Kit Twins. That's hella cute. Because they came from the same litter and they're twins. So I call them the Kit Twins. Very good. Very yes. good. And it's still uh, Optimus and Baroness? It is Optimus Prime Tune and Baroness de Cobre Tune. <laughs> Excellent. Isn't that the coolest name for animals, dude? Yes, that is the best name for the, the Kit Twins. I have so much time on my hands right now. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You're doing all right, dude. You're starting to kind of get the feel of it. And you're going you're gonna to go one for three tonight. I got feeling you're going to get this one. Okay, and uh, can I guess the clue? Yes. After 2000? No. Before 2000? Yes. That's your clue, is before 2000. Okay. 
That right, actually you... weeds out a lot of the figures. Well, you got the Jax one right off the bat in the first one. It's just that classic Superstar series went, what, 20... 29, I think, 29 yeah. series, yeah. So there's quite a few figures in there. So anyways, but I think you're going to get this one. I have faith in you. Okay, let's see how it goes. All right, go ahead and take out your earbuds. The figure that we're talking about is Greg the Hammer Valentine LJN. Okay. By the way, are you getting that uh, party box from Taco Bell? Oh, dude, absolutely. You getting the wings, the Mexican pizza, and four tacos? Oh, I'll, that, that's a meal for me. <laughs> Just you? <laughs> yeah, that's a game day box for me. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what the rest of the family's having, but that's all me. I don't even watch football and I'm getting a game day box. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> By the way, if you haven't seen the game day box, it's eight wings with a spicy, what is it, spicy ranch? Yes. Uh, me- Mexican pizza. Huge. Yep. It was a bigger Mexican pizza, wasn't it? I don't think it, it was a regular one. They just, it looked beefed up in the picture. Oh, okay. Got it. And four tacos. So for $22. Yeah. It, I don't know if all of them are going to have it, but hopefully mine does. At yes. least one of the three around me has it or four, however many Taco Bells there are. But yeah, dude, that thing is, that looks amazing. Eight I wings, know. a Mexican pizza and four tacos. No problem. All day. No problem. I'll probably add a cheesy bean and rice burrito to it too. There you go. Hell yeah, dude. I like what you're doing there. Tearing it up. Hell yeah. All right, Scott, you've got one minute on the clock. Are you ready? Yes. Go. Popey. No. LJN. Yes. Male or female? Male. Is he a manager? No. He's part of a tag team? He was. He was? Okay. Uh, is it from series one? Yes. Hogan. Superfly no. Snooker. I apologize. No, 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 no. He wasn't part of series one. I apologize. My fault. Oh, keep going. Okay. Uh, he'll, uh, let's see. Hillbilly Jim. No. Uh, King Kong Bundy. No. Iron Sheik. No. Nikolai Volkov. No. Roddy Piper. No. Paul Orndorff. No. Bob Orton. No. Damn it. <clears throat> Was not released in a tag team box? No. Bam Bam Bigelow. No. Million Dollar Man. Two. No. One. Time's up. Dude, I don't have it tonight. Um, Was part of a tag team? He was part of a tag team. Like, that was, like, he was part of a tag, like, at one time he was and he shifted to be a singles wrestler, or when his figure was released, he was part of a tag team? I would say he was still kind of part of a tag team when his finger, his finger, his figure was released. He was kind of part of a tag team? So, he was singles, tag team, and then went back to singles. And for the record, I guessed Bundy and Stud already, right? You you did, yes. And I guessed Iron Sheik. Correct. Uh, did I guess Nikolai Volkov? You did. Oh, and you said it was not part of a tag team box. Correct. Okay. I apologize. I had to look it up. My bad. He was part of a tag team box. I apologize. Oh. I will give you an extra 15 seconds on the clock because that was my fault. I will give you an extra 15 seconds if that's fair to you. Okay, I'm still going to be thinking because I'm going through the tag team boxes in my head. Okay, I'm going to start the clock now. <clears throat> okay. And you and you can ask more general questions. That's my fault. I apologize. And I did already say Hillbilly Jim too, right? You did, yes. Uh, I'm giving you an extra 15 seconds. You ask questions. Okay. Uh, it's Dynamite Kid or Davy Boy? No. Okay, that was the 15 seconds. <laughs> Oh shit! Come on. <laughs> All right, I'll give you 15 more seconds. Go. Uh, and it's not the Heart Foundation. No. Oh my god, why am I blanking on the other tag team box? Killer Bees. It's one of the no. Killer Bees. No. Two. One. All right. I gave you like an extra 35 seconds. <laughs> it, uh, why am I blanking? So the the tag team boxes were Hogan and Hillbilly Jim. Oh. Okay, it's between one of two guys. It's between it's either Beefcake or it's either Valentine, or it's either Beefcake or Valentine. It's one of those two. You get started, one final guess. Started single, went tag, went back to single. They both did that. I'm gonna guess Greg Valentine because you love that pose. 
You are correct. Good job, dude. Okay. Good job. I apologize. I messed that one up. I forgot that they were part of a tag team box. Okay. And I was while you were get while you were thinking, I was like, I, wait a second, maybe they were because we only had the singles ones. Right. Exactly. So I I had forgotten that they were part of a tag team box. So yes, you are correct. Good job, dude. I almost went beefcake, but then I remembered how much you love that Valentine pose, and I'm like, nah, I picked Valentine. So you tonight got one of three. You got 33. percent I should have gotten that first one. Damn it. Oh, dude, I thought for sure you had it. When you started guessing TNA, I was like, why isn't he guessing Christian? Yeah, I should have guessed Christian. Darn it. (laughs) All right. We need to get you out of here, and that will round out the wonderful show. We had a great show tonight. (laughs) Bestest of shows. While you guys are listening to this great show that we have produced for you tonight, we want you guys to head on over to WrestlingToyTracker.com. Over there, you can find the card of loose prices of LJN's Galoobs, Hasbro's Just Toys, Bendham's Defining Moments, and Retro. So if you're on the hunt for any of those figures, head on over to WrestlingToyTracker.com. You know what I meant to do tonight? I meant to have fun with Alexa. Oh, shoot. Yeah. We forgot to have fun with her. Well, shoot me something. What you want to ask her? Uh, Does she do trivia? Say, Alexa, tell me a wrestling trivia question. Hey, Alexa, give me a wrestling trivia question. Hmm, I found a few skills that might help. Did you mean WWE trivia? Questions and facts? Yes. Okay, here's WWE trivia. Questions and facts. Here's your fact. What name was given to the infamous match between Al Snow and the big boss man that featured a steel cage surrounded by guard dogs? The answer is Kennel from Hell. You didn't let me guess. She didn't even give us time to guess. That was the Kennel from Hell. For those that didn't catch it at home. Because really? she likes to ask a question and then answer it herself. Really? She went kennel from hell match? What the? F- there have been so many epic matches in WWF and she went with that? Yeah, I was thinking it was going to be Montreal Screwjob. I know. I was thinking like, okay, you know, Shawn Michaels and Undertaker. WrestleMania 25, one of the greatest matches of all time. She went out snow and big boss man. What? Wow. She did go random there. She did. Would you yeah, like me did. to ask her another one? Yeah, let's do that again. That was kind of cool. Hey, Alexa, more WWF trivia. Here's a fact about WWE. WWE has 20.8 million TikTok followers. By the way, an Amazon package was delivered today. (laughs) (laughs) She couldn't have told you that after the first kennel from hell match? (laughs) Like, she slipped that in there. All right. Well, she's more interested in WWS TikTok and that you have a package on your porch. And the Kennel from Hell match. Hey, Alexa, thank you. You're so welcome. Your kindness really gives me a charge. Here she goes again. Yep. She's all horned up again. Oh, hell yeah. It's the beard. (laughs) It's the beard in the guar shirt. (laughs) 50% of the time, it works every time. (laughs) All right. I want you guys to also check out our podcast and buddies. We got Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, of course. Wrestling talk, movie talk, toy talk, all the talk going on over at Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Two great guys that I enjoy listening to every single week. Also, check out Breaker's side projects. You know it's fake, right? And the TB Toycast with Travis Fowler. Also, check out our buddies, the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Eric and Steve over there they do a fun retro show this week they did royal rumble 99 they reviewed that was that the one vince won yeah that is just the one that vince won okay yeah trash also check out our buddies the chick foley show and their facebook group oh also check out the positively pro wrestling podcast facebook group that's a lot of fun a lot of memes going on over there and having a lot of fun over at that facebook group yeah both of those are really really strong facebook groups a lot of good people in both of those Check out their Facebook group as well. We got Justin over at Wrestling Cheers. We got RJ over at Ringside Rant. We got Marty and Rucker doing Boots to the Face. Tim's pulling up a chair with the Fig Life. Soda and Ethan are talking about the NASCAR races in the Marbles Pod, which NASCAR season's coming back. So you might want to check out their podcast, see who's going to be some of those uh, important drivers that are going to be driving those uh, vroom vrooms in one big circle. I got my money on Ricky Bobby. (laughs) Ricky Booby (laughs) (laughs) and Scott what you got for drunk wrestling history yes give us a follow on Twitter at wrestling underscore drunk show that dropped this past Friday was the macho man versus Jake's Cobra 
when it bit the crap out of his arm. We go over that whole crazy scenario that nobody expected to wake up to on that fateful Saturday morning many, many years ago. We go over the whole thing, all the crazy bits and befores and afters. So give us a listen wherever you find your other podcasts at. Because we're Drunk Wrestling History, where we're not always accurate, but we're always drunk. What was the date of that? I don't remember the exact date, but it was November of 91. Okay, do you remember where we were when we saw that? Yeah, we were Grandma's and Grandpa's. We were actually at Auntie's. Wait, we were at Auntie's? We were at Auntie's because... Mom and dad would always leave super early in the morning so we could get up to Auntie's early in the morning. And oh, right, because Lumberjack Day started. Yep, exactly. So That's we right. Would, we would go up to West Point, California, which is up in the sticks, basically. Yeah, in the mountains, really. In the it, Literally in the mountains. And mom and dad would always leave early. So they would leave at about 6.30, 7 a.m. to get up there early. Yeah, it would take about two hours to get there. Around there, two, two, two to three hours it would get, take to get up there. But we would leave early because Scott and I also wanted to make sure we were in front of the TV so we could watch Superstars. Yeah, we had very considerate parents. Yes. <laughs> if you didn't already know that, like they would make sure we were there by 10. Exactly. So we get up there. We don't pay attention to auntie and uncle because we're so enthralled with wrestling. Right. We said hi. You know, that was nice of us. We drop our bags off. Hello. Get our figures out. Sit in front of the TV for wrestling time. Yep. Then Jake comes out, puts the Cobra on Macho, and you and I are sitting there, more. I don't want to say mortified, but like, what the blue hell is going on? Yeah, you didn't see that on Saturday morning television, WWF. That just did not happen. There was no color on Saturday morning, WWF. Guys weren't bleeding. But here's J- much less a, one of the animals biting somebody. But like, here's here's Lucifer chewing the crap out of Macho Man's arm, drawing blood. And it was like, what in the hell's going on? That was insane. And there, and we were so old that there was no color on the TV either. It was still yeah. black and white. <laughs> it was just a dark gray. But anyways, yeah, I, I still remember where we were when we saw that. So anyways, I'm going to check out Drunk Wrestling History because I want to hear you guys talk about it. It was pretty fun. Have you guys talked about Kevin Bryant lately? No. No, he has not uh, come back into the fold at all. Kevin Bryant has not come back into the fold. He he exited the chat after you guys schooled him, huh? He really did. Yep, now he's ghosting us. Dude, it's so funny because anybody that knows you guys knows that you guys are very knowledgeable regarding music. Correct. When Kevin Bryant went on to, was it YouTube or was it on Podbean or something? It was on YouTube. And said, you guys don't know music? Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> that was one of the funniest things I ever heard. Me, I was like, okay, talk about somebody not knowing somebody. That's hilarious. That's when Eddie put on his glasses and said, actually. <laughs> he became the keyboard warrior. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he became Mr. KBW himself. <laughs> also, I want you to check out our good friends, Marty and Sarah love wrestling as well scott roll call yep gonna throw it out to jason wolf if you need custom hasbro figures if you need artwork you got to check out jason wolf that's jason wolf w-u-l-f the man does amazing custom hasbros i've got a gobbledygooker i've got two figures one jeff one me the fully posable tag team i've got his custom road warriors every one of them amazing work you won't be disappointed you got to check them out and again if you need artwork Hit Jason up. He is the man. He really is. Check out his social medias. That's Jason Wolf, W-U-L-F. And Jeff, that rounds out roll call. All right. Okay, you've got to get going. You're going to go pick up your daughter. Are you going to get Taco Bell tonight? I'm really thinking about it. Or are you going to save your money for the box that comes out? Oh, no, no. When it comes to Taco Bell, there is no saving money, dude. (laughs) If I want it tonight, I'm going to get it tonight. If I want it tomorrow and the day after, I get it then too. I could tell by the gift cards that just ran through. <laughs> okay, so we had, I think it was around $200 in gift cards. <laughs> it was it was a, an obscene amount of money at Taco Bell. Like, nobody has ever gotten this much money at Taco Bell. Just to go, like, splurge, right? We got those for Christmas. It hasn't been a month since Christmas. And I think we have $18 left. <laughs> <laughs> To say this family loves Taco Bell is like a gross understatement. 
<laughs> oh, I love you guys. You guys are great. <laughs> well, let's get you out of here. So, Scott, for episode 365, anything else? Stay safe. Stay healthy. Big life since 2016. And happy toy hunting. I want to thank everybody for listening to episode 365. Hashtag Fig Life. Adios. Holy Hosable. Let's go. Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, MOC. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. With the OGs of WFP. Fully posable, thank you all for listening. It ain't no storyline, real life siblings. So everybody go and do your toy spotting. Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the kings.